0: Everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is your biweekly source of gaming news, questions, and impressions from Minimap.com.au. My name is Kerry Palmer. Joined, joining, jo- jo- joint, joint, joining me <laughs> is June Williams. Hello. And Jeremy Bretatich.
1: I miss doing podcasts in person.
0: <laughs> yeah. Soon. Soon. Hopefully. Yeah, if we play our cards right. It's um. Yeah, no, it's done to, it's done to be a well. while. It was, what, like our third or fourth one that we've done this with?
2: Mm. For a yeah. couple of
0: fortnights now. Um, but yeah, that's okay. It's still nice that we can still do it, at least. Mm. I, uh, I use Zoom for the first time today. Um, How was that? It was fun. <laughs> Zoom's fun. You can fiddle with the background. And, like, mm. I'm sitting next to this window that was, like, overexposed with light. And so it turned that into, like, the green screen color. And so it was just like out my window was like a grassy field. (laughs) Uh, How are we all? Uh,
3: I'm okay.
0: Tired. Yep. Cool. Same as usual. Excellent. Yep. (laughs) Cool. Well, let's crack on with the news. Uh, First and foremost, I just want to uh, again, thank Shook uh, for our new music for the podcast. It's uh, Moog Model D. You can find it on uh, YouTube. Um, Moog Model D Improv, that is. Um, And you can also check out Shook's uh, Bandcamp and stuff like that at shook.bandcamp.com. This is minimap.com.au's bi-weekly podcast where we talk about games, we talk about game news, we talk about game questions, and we do that every couple of weeks. If you enjoy that, feel free to uh, follow us on Twitter. You can follow the minimap Twitter at minimapau or follow us individually. Um and we we talk about it there and do stuff there as well. And uh I don't know how to exit this this spiel. Uh what else do I say? Oh you can also support us on patreon.com slash minimapau. Or uh also if you want to support us, you could just give us a rating on your podcast service of choice. That would help us out a lot. Um let's just let's just jump into it. Um Hey June. Mm-hmm. What 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 brought you back to Disco Elysium?
3: Um I don't
0: know. Okay. Uh, I was
3: I felt like <laughs> I felt like playing a single player game and I'm not feeling like playing. I didn't feel like playing Final Fantasy. Mm. I didn't feel like playing Doom. Um I was in between booting up Fallout New Vegas or Disco Elysium. Whoa. So <laughs> That was the choice. Um, it's just that have really you played New Vegas ended. before? Pardon?
1: Have you played New Vegas before?
3: No, I haven't, which is, um, why, strange, like,
1: right? Like, I love that game, so, like, great, but also, like, what? <laughs> why is, <laughs> Why did you consider playing that? I thought you hate it. Because
3: it's Cowboy, isn't
1: it? Yeah, it kind of is, actually. Yeah, that's yeah. what I've
3: heard. So, <laughs> um,. But apart from that, I don't really know why. I guess I want to. I do want to finish it, and I keep seeing it on Twitter. And um, I don't really have much else to say apart from the fact that it's still good.
0: Yeah, fair enough. How many? How much have you played?
3: Um, I don't know. Maybe like eight hours mm. now. Mm. I don't think I'm very close to finishing either. So.
0: Has your yeah. character died of any? Like threat of heart attack causing an actual yeah, heart attack I or whatever.
3: Yeah, I jumped off a roof because I thought I could make the jump. Yep. Um, and he didn't. He didn't jump. He got to the edge and had a heart attack thinking about jumping. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck <of> that game is <laughs> so good. It's very good. Um. So I'm excited to play more of that, as usual.
0: And is it most of the dialogue that that's pulling you through, or the other pieces? Yeah, systems, I or?
3: mean. It's the the dialogue's really good as well, but I I really like how the menu stuff is written to, like um. There's this thing called there's these things called thoughts where you have um sometimes they'll unlock and you can um, internalize these things that give you perks and stuff like that. So there's one that I unlocked. I think I have a screenshot of it somewhere. Um, there, there's like maybe forty of them. And they're all written so beautifully, mm. and they're so well thought out. Um, there's some really funny ones. Jeremy, do you, do you know about this mechanic? Yes. Yeah, um, you can probably explain it better than I can. But I,
1: I, I haven't I haven't played that game in in many I know, months. But... I haven't played that game since it came out. Like I remember, <laughs> like I remember watching someone play that mechanic, but I like I didn't see the tutorial for it or anything because I didn't get that far into the game. Yeah. I have I have um, thought about playing it so much, but I'm waiting for the Switch version.
3: Oh man, oh man! I think I might have to buy it on Switch again.
1: Yeah, you are. <laughs>
3: um, the the dialogue is really good, and and not even between the characters. I mean, that's good too. But between uh, you, you're like with you and yourself, um, and like the components of yourself, like that dialogue is always really excellent. Mm. Um, I'll post it at the screenshot I was talking about in um our chat, but it's. Not safe for work, so I will but- read it out. <laughs> um, but you guys can look at it later, I guess. Mm. Um, but stuff like that, and it keeps giving me these like really lovely written things, um, and it keeps blowing me away. But when I finish it, I'll let you know.
0: Awesome! Great. I um. I, I love that you, like, it was like, oh, I don't feel like playing Final Fantasy, but like, the, the kind of the other end of the pendulum is going to these massive open-ended, like, <laughs> like intense, like, bespoke character RPGs. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's really, something about Disco Zoom, it's really, um, inspiring, I think. Oh. That's what gets me about it. From, like, um, a
0: gameplay perspective, or?
3: Yeah, and a writing perspective as well, just it's just
0: good it's great so i like
3: that anyway moving on
0: moving on i uh it's 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 been a bit of a light gaming couple of weeks for me i i've had a not cat well semi-catastrophic computer failure um as of like a week ago so i've been mostly having spending my spare time with my head inside of my computer trying to figure out what the issue is and let's put a it's, it's, it's dampened the mood a little bit in terms of what I can and can't do during the week um, like I was just getting back into Just Cause 3 and I wanted to get back and play Just Cause 2 like I played Just Cause 3 the because like, I think I was talking about Just Cause 4 two weeks ago Yeah, and like not long after that I reinstalled 3 and played that and I was like oh this is just so much better it's so much better like it's the same explosions the cutscenes look better like there's more structure there's Semis, there's like enough of a story to pull you through, but it's not too much. It's just better. Oh my god, it's better. I just can't believe how bad four is. <laughs> <laughs> like, I all I wanted to, I, I just started looking up mods for three that was like grapple, grapple from just cause four and just cause three because that's the only thing I wanted from just cause four. Um, so yeah, but like, yeah, that's kind of been put on hold. Um, but What I have been doing in the meantime is I've been using my partner's computer to play Apex because this computer can handle that. And we were one week away from the end of the season. Um, The season ended at 3am last night, our time. So it's Wednesday the 13th of May right now. Um, And I had to, I I was grinding all week to get to level 100 from like 84, I think. This is one of the first battle passes I've like bought and then like tried to follow through with in Apex. But um, mm. I got to, I was doing like one or two levels a night. And so last night it was like, okay, I have to do it tonight. There's no other night. And I was starting at level 96 and I'd run out of all the challenges that like give you a full level when you complete them. And and it was just like, I just have to grind. I just have to keep playing. And so I was playing with Jeremy and Oli and it got to 12 o'clock. And it's like, I don't think I'm going to make it. I was looking at the battle pass screen and I see the buy Battle Pass levels button, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I, I can do that. It's how much are they? How much are levels? It's 150 Apex coins per level. That's a lot. Which is like, it's like a uh, dollar eighty into. I think that's how it converts out. Um, so about two dollars per level, but you get Apex coins through the Battle Pass.
3: Yeah, that's not that bad.
0: No, it wasn't. I had 700, so it basically, it got to a point where I wanted to call it for the night last night. Instead of playing until 3am, I was just like, well, I made it to level 98 and then I just bought the next two levels and then went to don't, bed. Don't you
3: feel like uh, you cheated a little bit though? Do you feel less uh,
0: satisfied? No, not really because I got it so close <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was just to the point where I needed to just put in like hours and hours of gameplay like getting like a top 3 finish gives you 6,000 points and I needed another 108,000.
2: Mm.
0: So that's like... You know, that's like a 15 to 20 minute match. And I needed to do that like 18 times. <laughs> and that's if I have a good performance. I'm, I, that's... It's just... Yeah, so it, it wasn't going to happen last night. Um, the trick of it is because... If you do it every week you get one or two levels for doing your daily challenges. Um um each week of that resets. So that's 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 the real trick of it. That's why Ollie got to one ten. And that's why Jeremy was able to get to one oh two or one oh three. Is yeah. you both just played over more weeks than I did. I had I had stronger bursts over a shorter time periods. So it was like first three or four weeks, like middle two or three, and then the last two or three. Um But yeah, I'm glad I got it. I really wanted it's not like I know I didn't like earn it, <laughs> but like I kind of feel like I paid it off with the coins that I earned from the battle pass by playing. And the other thing is, I just really wanted the skin that you get at level one hundred for the flatline, so that's 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 just how it went. But yeah, I don't know. It's been interesting playing on Sam's computer because it's it's a bit older. It's not it's not it's it's competent. It's fine, but it's a bit older. And all of the textures are so muddy. Like it's like <laughs> it's like everyone and every gun and all of the like. Rooms and bins and just literally everything is covered in Vaseline. <laughs>
2: Gross.
0: And so like I was I was playing the new season started today and I was playing just a little bit before we started with Ollie. And I was like, Oh I got the flatline, look at the skin, and I hit the inspect button and I was like Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I'm glad I had a backup computer, but I'm looking forward to being able to restore mine. And that's me, honestly. <laughs> I have sore fingers just- from just like, Apex. Just Apex and changing power supplies. Hmm. Yeah, it's been it's been a short couple of weeks or a long couple of weeks. <laughs> what, what have they
3: have they changed? Any, sorry, have they changed anything in the new season or apart from the new character? So
0: changed the map, the new, the new character. Um, they've gone back to Kings Canyon and changed that one. Um, Good. So th- there's been an explosion under Skull Town. So mm-hmm. that whole corner of the map is now underwater. It's just a hole in the map, basically, with, like, Ooh. this, like, zipline platform section that goes across the, like, crater. Um, and Relay, where we used to land in the top right corner, has mm-hmm. been changed. It's now this, like, big construction zone. There's, like, ele- like electricity and water pipes coming out of the ground and going, like, across the That's everything. That's cool. It is neat. I'm I'm really gonna miss relay though. Like that that's our spot. You know that's that's yeah. our spot. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, and then they're they're keeping the New Kings Canyon on for two weeks, and then every they're going back to doing what they've done for the last um like six weeks or so, which is having um the two maps swap out on like a one hour to two hour um cycle.
3: That's cool. I like that.
1: Have you seen the yeah. new character Jim?
3: Uh, I have. I watched the trailer for it. Mm.
1: She's. Sexy. She's very cute.
0: Yeah, she's good. And, like, her abilities seem really cool. We did it with mm. Ollie before. You Like, her alt is, like, she puts her staff down, and in the nearby vicinity, it just allows you to loot anything from that staff. Mm. So That's if you put really it cool. down near, like, a vault or near something like that, you can just pinch stuff. You can just pinch, mm. you know, purple shield. If a drop comes down, but you're not near it, but your totem is relatively near it, you can just grab the Krabber. Um, mm. So, yeah, it's really neat. Um, Have it they
1: wasn't fucked as... the ammo again?
0: Uh, no, but, like, like you should read the patch notes. Like, there's been a bunch of weapon changes. Peacekeeper is now a supply drop weapon. Oh. So pump, pump action shotgun is... It's been swapped with the Mastiff, so the Mastiff is now a normal drop.
1: Interesting. Oh, okay. And I'm assuming it's weaker than what it was because it was extremely yeah, no, strong.
0: It, it is weaker than what it was. I think the spread is a bit wider, um, but you get more shots, so... I don't know. Um, right. And uh, Skull Piercer is back for the Longbow and Wingman. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they took out the Anvil Receiver for one of the Hop Ups. Um, Pathfinder's Grapple has changed from 15 to 35 seconds. There's a bunch of random stuff they've done. A lot, a lot of changes. Apparently they've done a big overhaul of Mirage.
1: Yeah, I, I saw that on Twitter, but I didn't see what the changes were.
0: Yeah, no, I need to read the patch notes, but it's, it's really exciting. I'm really looking forward to jumping in. Um, and yeah, Loba's fun to play again. She's got like that teleport bracelet as well. That's neat. Um, I will n- note that like there was something really special about the way they revealed Revenant. Um, for last season, like it was such a crazy hype moment because they did that whole fake reveal of um. I don't even remember his name because he died. <laughs> but that, but that fake legend who they who they um.
3: Like yeah, in the trailer. They,
0: yeah, like, that was mm-hmm. so incredible. And then they had that eight-minute full CGI incredible character reveal for Revenant. Um, they didn't follow Whoa. up with the same detail for this one. I think that's because they, they had a, um, like an eight-minute trailer for Bloodhound in the middle of the season. Um, mm-hmm. so they only had a two-minute one for Loba. So that's, that's fine. Like, she's interesting and compelling enough. Um, but I'm looking forward to the next time they, like, like really rock <laughs> the way things have been Um Because that was pretty special.
1: These Mirage changes are crazy. Yeah? So, the tactical, which used to be you just send out a decoy, um, which was just a hologram that if people shot, you would be notified. Yeah. Um, Now, you press the character Utility Action button, (laughs) which I'm assuming is just like (laughs) F, uh, allows Mirage to gain control of his decoy. When controlling the decoy, it will mimic Mirage's every move. Decoys now last for 60 seconds. Whoa. The ultimate, I think, is the same uh, Mirage deploys in a team of decoys that mimic his every move. Yeah, um, that's the same. The passive, in addition to cloaking when down, Mirage also cloaks while using a respawn beacon and reviving a teammate, the teammate is also cloaked. That's very good. Um, oh, wow. And, and here's and the best thing. Here's the best thing. The thing that I was complaining about... Oh, yes, Literally yes. i tell you about this. Say it. Mirage's you got bamboozled line will now only trigger when you bamboozle an enemy instead of when you just send out a decoy, <laughs> which is great because the amount of times that one of my teammates would send out a decoy and I would hear, you got bamboozled. And in my mind, that means, oh, someone shot their decoy. Nah, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> now they've don't. also they done. Great fix.
0: They've also done the Overwatch thing where a lot of characters have added voice lines for unique pairings of characters. So obviously Loba and Revenant, because Revenant killed Loba's parents in Revenant's reveal trailer, Mm
2: -hmm. like
0: um, they've got a lot of really intense dialogue apparently. And so there's a bunch of cool stuff like that. There's this whole quest thing in the like, and they've introduced a PVE mode that we haven't unlocked yet, but is coming in the next couple of days. Like, it's really cool. This season's really neat. It's not just a blowout like it was last season, but um, it's a lot of great quality of life fixes. And I'm very interested to keep putting more time into it.
3: It's good. I'm glad you guys are still having fun with it. I feel yeah. Like it's been a long time.
0: Yeah. I was I was I was reflecting on that. It was like it's it's really neat that we like jumped in with one of the events at season three, like earlier in the year. And it's just it's just it's just kept us in. Mm. Like I remember saying to Ollie and Jeremy, I was like, remember when this game didn't have like daily or weekly challenges to do? It was like, you just played the game. <laughs> and we burned out on it.
1: And I think the battle passes helped because so I got to level 80 before I bought into the battle pass because I was like, well, I'm 80 out of like 100 levels into this thing. The amount of stuff that I'm going to get retroactively when I buy the battle pass um, is going to be a lot. And I was like, well, you know, it's worth the 15 bucks. I put a bunch of hours in. And then by the time I got to level 100, you get enough of the in-game currency to then buy the next battle pass. Yes. Um, which oh, is really? Great. So, yes. So, That's such the- a good idea. If you theoretically, don't
0: spend it in the meantime.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, like, theoretically, you can always... You can only have to buy one Battle Pass forever, and you can keep mm. playing enough to get every single Battle Pass following. As long as um, you keep
3: playing it.
1: Yes. But that's, like, that's really cool. Because really it's, neat. like, it's yeah. it's almost like a reward for playing it enough. It's like, hey, you get to do this whole thing all over again.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, and really order sweet. So, yeah, go Respawn. You're kicking goals. I love it. Um... Jeremy, what what have you been doing? I'm looking at the rundown here. There's a lot of weird stuff here. (laughs) That's
3: every (laughs) fortnight.
1: It's it's been a. (laughs) It's been an odd. An an odd 14 day period. Um, So I start off with. I went back and started playing Shadow of the Colossus again. um, Which is. I don't know. So actually, I do know the reason why. The reason why is because. I was rearranging a bunch of my room and I was taking stuff on and off my uh, bookcase because I wanted to put my record player, which was in another room of the house into my bedroom because um, I received a couple of vinyls in the mail. And so when I did, I listened to my new vinyls and I'm like, oh, these are great. I want to keep listening to music while I'm like doing stuff because I'm like in a, I'm in a moving mood. Um, so I put on the Shadow of the Colossus vinyl. And as I'm listening to the song, every now and again, i would pause and I go, oh, fuck, I love this game. Oh, <laughs> fuck. fuck, I love this game. And so then that day, um, uh, after my housemate and I did our weekly Kingdom Hearts and uh, Xenoblade uh, play session, June, don't shake your head, Um, uh, uh, I just put in Shadow of the Colossus. And I I realized I hadn't played it since before I got my PS4 Pro. Um, So I I got to play it in 4K, um, 60 FPS, that remake... Some special like that. Like there are there are not very many remakes that I would say completely eclipse the need to play the original one. Um, oh, but like like and that's not as in the original one is like bad to go back to, but the no. new one is just it's just that game in every single way just a bit better. Um, and like fuck the grass in that game and like the movement <laughs> of the like the fur, it's just so goddamn good. That game, <laughs> fuck, fuck,
2: oh, fuck, I love that game.
1: <laughs> um, and it also reminded me that at some point they announced a the movie, which, like... Oh, really? <laughs> what? Like, years ago. Like, I'm talking, like, 2010.
0: Um, 18, 18 Colossi in two hours.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was going to be directed by the guy who ended up doing the Fantastic Four movie, and the guy which did Chronicle. One? The Josh Trank, the new one. Um, uh. That movie... That movie's never coming out. Um... But yeah, that game's real good. I should um, play it. You should you play should it. Carry. Did you did you add it to your thing when it was on thing? I don't have
0: PS Plus. You should.
1: You should, you should finish. The, you should buy that game and finish. Like that. that game is so good. Yeah, and it's I, I really should. not long. Oh, well, actually, okay, it's not long now that I know how to do everything.
0: Um yeah. it's like how you can play the original Portal in like an mm. hour.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, when I played, because I never played the original apart from what we played at uni. Mm. Yeah. And um I finished it in like I don't know eight hours. yeah, it's not a very long sh- game no it was it was a good digestible amount. yes, 100 mm.
1: um yeah, I should play that game
0: and the last guardian yes
1: you should play the last guardians longer last guardian play like, like, the last guardian first last guardian is like 24 hours long, like, long around
0: right okay
3: maybe
1: maybe maybe a 20 hour game.
0: that's fine. Um, why first June?
1: Um, mm, because I
3: want to hear your opinion about that more than I want to hear your opinion about the
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll see how much I can get them for.
1: Um, I've also, uh, very briefly, um, a friend of the show, Ollie, um, and I played uh, Rec Room VR, um, Finally. which is something that, yes, yeah, some, something that him that we both promised to play at some point, maybe two years ago. Um, yeah. And since then I've got a better VR rig and I but it's crossplay, which is great. Um sorry, he's playing on his PS4 and I'm playing on my Oculus quest. Um Oh it's uh, and crossplay. It's also, That's wild. Yeah, it's great. And you can also play that game without VR, which who the fuck knew? Um And it is
0: free to download, right?
1: It is free. That game is completely free. There's oh. like, like like it's got like microtransactions for like cosmetics and stuff, but that game is free. Um in a, in a world where <laughs> I am not able to see my friends very often currently, um, it was lovely to see my friend in an animated state, <laughs> <laughs> um, which, which was really funny um, because uh, Ollie is a very animated person. Um and I like to do a lot of visual jokes and so we were just laughing the entire time <laughs> and like throwing frisbees and like other random people were just like joining in and we're just like throwing like frisbees and shit and uh, balls and darts and talking to random people because all the VR headsets have got a microphone built in. Um, Everyone's talking but because VR is not like, it's not an easy thing to buy into. For the most part, everyone on there is pretty chill. There was no one who was like, screaming like right obscenities it's not like a
0: free-to-play game where people no. just jump on to be a pain
1: yeah people what do you go-
0: actually
3: what do you actually do in Room? what do
1: you so it's it? so it's a social space that i've got mini games that you can play as well um okay so like a lot of it is just like a social it's like a hangout space where you can talk like and chat. yeah yeah except less like memey. <laughs> um It's, uh, there's like lobbies for different games. Like there's like dungeon games, there's like laser tag. Um, It's all very like kid-friendly, which is cool. Uh, But, and speaking of kid-friendly, so the most adorable thing in the world is VR is like a representation of you, right? Like when I put on a VR helmet, it has me and it has the correct distance between my head and my arms because it's tracking everything. When you're playing with a seven-year-old, <laughs> they sure are a lot shorter than you. <laughs> <laughs> and in one of these dungeoning games, it's like a, it was like a like you're basically just going from room to room and you get swords and bows and arrows and shields. Um, and there's just little gremlins that you know fall from the sky and everything. Sort of looks like a little cardboardy. It's 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 quite nice. Um, it looks like a, it's almost like a, like a stage play, but like a like a primary school stage play where there's like cardboard boxes with wings attached they their bats but they're still like square cardboard boxes and, right, right um
0: like a it like, like a yoshi's crafted world sort of vibe yeah yeah sort
1: of like that um a little bit more like realistic but it's, it's 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 sort of like that um when someone goes down and you need to revive them you have to go up to them and high five um <laughs> to like get them back up which is really funny because like you just get put in a, a, a lobby with three other people um, and so Ollie and I went in, and we we joined with these two kids, and I have to high five so low because they're so short and they can't reach my hands, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like melting inside. Like this is so cute. Um. Yeah, just like just funny, like just really funny, and and like there's stuff like we were doing uh some of the um, laser tag game, uh, uh, games, and. Ollie was commenting on that he didn't know how to use one of the guns because you have to like reload it a different way, like from like the top, but like at the back. Um, Mm. And he's like trying to get the gun to work, and he looked at someone, and someone else was just like mimicking the motion of what he needed to do, and then he figured it out because someone else was literally showing him how to use the gun. (laughs) It was like (laughs) VR is a blessing. Um, (laughs) uh, It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, sounds it. Um. So yeah, and the final game I've been playing this week um, that I can remember uh, is a game called Before We Leave, uh, which I don't know who makes Before We Leave, Um, but Before We Leave is a a hex-based, it's not a 4X game because you don't do all of the 4Xs. but you do uh, like most of them. So you like it's a game where you are on a uh, on an Earth which is post humanity, sort of like collapsing, um, and then you're sort of like rising again. Um, so so sort you've got of like Horizon
0: a Horizon sh- Zero Dawn kind of style. Yeah, but it, it, it's like very post um,
1: apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, it's like 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 the rebuilding of an apocalypse. Um, but the game itself is completely non-violent. Like, there's no wars you have to fight. There's no like hostile uh, enemies you have to kill or anything like that. Um, and the game is just about creating a civilization and sort of like colonizing your little world until you can go to other planets and then you can colonize those little planets. And it's just about making a good um, functioning uh, little civilization. So then that, that includes like managing food, managing water. Um, power different minerals which get different upgrades and there's science as well you we can get from um uh like uh, broken down old machinery that's like stuck on the earth um,
0: this sounds like if civilization was a sim city game
1: yeah that, that that's a good way to put it um uh it's like it's 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 a very it's got a low poly sort of art style, but the fidelity of the game is quite high. Like there's like really detailed like light shafts um, and some of the textures are quite detailed, but like the actual models themselves are quite low, low poly. Um, the, the tagline for the game is, before we leave is a non-violent city building game set in your own cozy corner of the universe. Rediscover and rebuild civilization. Um, it's, it's, it's really quite sweet. Um, made mm. by Balancing Monkey Games uh there are still like some threats in the in the gal- in like the universe that you 're in, but they don 't like actively damage you there 's only two as far as i 've found so far um one of them is these these little creatures that live underground and they have these little holes in the ground where they come out of and what they do is they just like run to your nearest resource and then just s- steal from it um mm. but and but you can 't like kill them and they don 't like kill any of your civil or any of your population mm. um you can set up lights to like deter them, basically. Um, right.
0: So this is the pests.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're, they're basically just like pests. Um, and there's also gigantic space whales, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, what they do. Now you're speaking my language. Yeah, and and what they do is they fly over your um, uh, your planet, and they start sucking up certain um, chunks of the world, um, like certain tiles. Um, it seems to be random. Man- it doesn't seem to be very many, um, but you can create a space elevator, which you can then, w- then basically feed them so they stop attacking your planet. Oh um, <laughs> right. There's no like guns to shoot them or anything. It's it's it's, it's quite a peaceful game. Um, it's got quite nice music. Um, it's it's very relaxing. One thing that's annoying is every now and again, more than one song will start playing at the same time if if they've both been triggered in the game logic, right. um, and then. Sometimes four songs will still start playing at the same time and it's like really overwhelming really quickly. And yeah. so I just like scroll down, scroll down, scroll down, zoom out, back to space, one song plays, and then it's gonna zoom back <laughs> in again. Um Yeah, it's 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 quite a it's quite a nice, relaxing little game. Um I think it was like twenty nine bucks. Um it's on Epic Game Store, that's where I bought it. Mm. Uh real sweet, real nice. Yeah, it sounds it. Has um has anyone been playing Animal Crossing? No.
0: Uh <laughs> yes. I didn't realize that was Was that 2 weeks ago?
2: Hmm.
0: Was it 2 weeks ago when I had sold my turnips? I don't
3: remember.
0: I sold my turnips for a good price a few weeks ago. And then was I it basically... the, the last time you played? Yeah. Yep, cuz I in cuz I got like like eight hundred thousand back and so Mm. i bought a grand piano and paid off my house (laughs) that's all you need oh and then i created a music room and it's the best thing and i've been i've just been hoarding music stuff so now i've got a grand piano a drum set tambourine ocarina uh electric guitar um and all of those and there are more things there i've got like a like an effects pedal sitting next to the guitar i don't it doesn't do anything, but it's it's 6x to the guitar. There's a microphone there. It doesn't do anything, but it looks good. Um, and if you put... I've got a jukebox in the corner, and when you put on the music, all of the instruments' music um, like plays in key, but with the chords yeah. it's playing with the song at the time. And so I just sit there jamming out like like playing drums to the song and then play guitar to the song and then playing piano to the song. And I got a drum, I got a piano stool. And so you sit on the stool and then you, su- you swivel around and then you just like, ba- it's great.
1: <laughs> <laughs>. I watched a, uh, fan made Nintendo direct, um, which I knew was fan made when I was watching it, but it was a, a fan made Nintendo direct talking about quality of life changes to animal crossing. um, mostly to do with ui and the way the game functions stuff like you know building multiples of one item at the same time um being able to craft and customize items at the same time mm-hmm. uh like picking up dropping using all that stuff just to sort of make the menus simple um
3: buying buying more than like one set of pants at able sisters
1: yeah yeah that sort of stuff um like you know oh uh, like your bait has run out right do you want to use another one right now and you go yep and it mm-hmm. just keeps on going you know that sort of stuff um and then I made myself sad. That's not what I game
2: actually.
1: It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> one of the main I'm really reasons liking, i back.
3: I'm really liking all the... Um, yeah, I really haven't been playing it at all, but I, I'm liking all the... Ha, I have Raymond in boxes. Um, it's <laughs> the one that's just a picture of everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: anyway. Animal Crossing. <laughs>
3: I think it's interesting that we've all sort of fallen off pretty hard
1: yeah yeah i feel like
0: playing it tonight because like i'm getting close to just like kind of checking out for the week yeah and so like i feel like animal crossing really mirrors my um it doesn't mirror but i've mentioned this before but like like if i have if i feel i'm laden with responsibility or with with things to do for the week like i don't i'm not interested in playing it because it just is the the mood of the game is at odds with where my mindset has to be for me to like keep going through the week so I just it's not like I want to sit there for hours and go I don't want to like pluck fruit from trees and shake every tree and water every flower it's like I got dinner to make I got shit to do yeah (laughs) but like tonight it's just kind of like oh I've got like four hour shift tomorrow and then it's like oh (laughs) I'm I'm kind of I'm, I'm in the I'm in the mood for it I think I might play some tonight
1: we'll see I'm I'm just sort of sick of fighting the game just to do stuff like i just want like i just want them to streamline stuff and then i it would have me hook line and sinker like it re- really really would but the, every time i think about doing stuff in that game it makes me tired um mm. not about actually doing things like like i i quite enjoy doing the weeding and you know moving trees and selling fruit and stuff like i find that stuff really uh meditative to do but all the manual labor all of the all of the menu labor is is actually <laughs> what labor. Yeah, manual labor <laughs> is actually what's like slowing me down. Um, and oh, it's 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 so close. <laughs> it's so close, and yet it just it tripped.
3: They were putting out a lot of updates when it first came out, and they haven't one out since the red update right and that was yeah like which two was weeks
1: ago.
0: about two weeks ago yeah yeah i wonder yeah if they that's have right coming. when i had my kamehameha story
3: <laughs> um maybe they have an update coming so it feels like it's about time
0: yeah they announced that more stuff is going to be happening through june and stuff like that when they announced mm. the red update in the first place but well yeah cool well i think that's one of our shortest what we've been playing sections ever
2: but it was, it was good, tight. it was good.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was neat. <laughs> A couple of Shadow of Colossus is on this list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um... Hey,
1: you played Just Cause 4 last week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I played Just Cause 3. I almost played 2. And I was almost tempted to go back to 1. That's neither here nor there. Um, uh, June, hit us with that sweet, sweet question before we go to the break.
3: Mm, I didn't think about this at all. Um... Yeah,
0: I didn't either, but we wrote it down.
3: If you could show a person... a Wait, if you could show a person that hasn't played games before one game, what would you recommend?
0: That's a tough one.
1: Shadow the Hedgehog.
0: <laughs> you want to play a hedgehog that wields an M16?
1: <laughs> Name Why another medium where that you? exists, Kerry. Name one other medium where that exists.
0: <laughs> You're right. Games are special. Games the are games. hard.
1: <laughs> <gasps> finally, <laughs> finally, games are art. Right.
0: Uh, um, have a think, everyone. That we definitely need to. We're going to have a good old, a good old think. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and um, when we do, we'll be right back. Welcome back. We're here to talk about June's question corner that we've been sitting, pondering, and thinking about. June, what is the question for the corner, for the week?
3: If you could show a person that hasn't played games before one game, what would you recommend? And I think I specified this last fortnight by saying that it's not uh, specifically like a child.
0: Yeah, like, it can be. I was in. It's specifically not a child. Yes. Right. Okay.
3: What did I say? Not specifically a child.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Both of those to a child or or L or other.
3: Yeah.
0: You mean only other.
3: Yeah. This
0: is hard. It's a hard one to answer. Um, I think it's the kind of thing that I immediately jump to something that's kind of cinematic.
3: Yeah, I couldn't really look past our uh, journey to be honest.
0: Yeah, no, that that's that's a golden that's a golden one. That's great. Even though <laughs> it's
3: um I think the yeah, go to answer, but um I think I... it's I think you're right. I think it is uh, such a mix between um different types of media like it is almost like you're watching it rather than playing it. It sort of gives the impression that you know games can be something else.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's it's so affecting, but not because it's a great cinematic story. Like in the same way Uncharted is affecting, but that's because it's like a movie told well through a game kind of.
2: Mm.
0: Um, and then the game's enjoyable on top of that. Like, yeah, Journey's so special. Um, I think
2: my
1: uh, favorite thing about both of those. Oops, sorry. sorry, you go. I was just gonna say my favorite thing about both of those games, like Uncharted and Journey, is that they both give you a sense of I can go anywhere, and yet you still want to go exactly where the 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 designed path is no matter yeah. what. Um it's a it's a fucking it's 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 a lesson in in signposting and uh, what's the leading what's the a character. Photographer? Leading lines is what I was looking for, but that also works. <laughs>
0: like that's silver the that Silverchair song leading lines.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I completely forgot Silverchair existed.
0: <laughs> right <laughs> Everyone now. did, that's fine. Um, I'm thinking, like, it's hard. I mean, I thought about this question a lot because I think about um, introducing games to my niece and nephew every every few weeks. Because um, they, they don't they don't play games much. They don't get like much phone time or anything like that, which is fine. Um, but I always think like, you know, what would if I had to? What would I pick? But that's not the question. So, like, I don't know. I, I one of my first answers off the top of my head when I was thinking about this just before was The Witcher 3 and I think that's because it has that's
3: that's pretty (laughs) (laughs) chunky yeah like it
0: would be a showing like not a giving like that's Mm. not one to give someone to play for their first time that's one to I think like show someone to like be like Mm. hey look this is kind of neat where it's got the interesting gameplay it's got the like deep cinematic like storytelling that you can get hooked into Um, it's got the graphical fidelity that's really impressive Um, and you can also great music that game oh absolutely and you can also showcase um, sort of branching dialogue paths and branching um, uh, narrative options and stuff like that like I think there's a lot in that game that um, shows what is so great about games but uh, you're right that is a meaty (laughs) chunk of game to, to show someone it's not like you could show them Like, you can't even show them all that opening area in, like, an hour. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Which then leads me to, like, I immediately go to one of the first games that I remember playing, which was, like, Super Mario Bros. Just, it's just kind of, it's simple and it's neat and it's fun. One or three, I guess. Um, Don't you think? Pardon? It's a bit boring. Yeah, maybe. Like, maybe it's, you know, it was good for a 90s kid, maybe not a... A twenties, twenty twenties adult. I don't know. Mm. Um, but then I, I think I what? think that I think the final answer for me is Uncharted two. Um, Interesting. I want to go to The Last of Us, but the problem with The Last of Us is that it's too hard. It's too difficult emotionally. It's not like oh hey, let's watch this thing. It's gonna make you cry like eight times. <laughs> like I don't want to show anyone that. I don't want to make someone sad. Like. So, like, Uncharted 2 is so good because it's such a... It is the definition of, like, a pulp. Not fiction, but, like, pulp... Like a pulpy adventure action game where it's, like, the stakes are high but also everything's kind of a joke and the characters interact and they're funny and they're quippy and you get a feel for them and there's a twist at the start and it's like, oh, whoa, what the fuck? And the way it starts with, like, the train off the side of the cliff, like, it's immediately engaging cinematically, gameplay-wise, it's it's that game is so good and it's got such great pacing. Like I think that's my answer.
2: Cool.
1: Um so my first um my actual my first answer was actually going to be Mario Odyssey. Oh. Um because it's a joyous blessing of a game, just like fun, happy, childlike wonder in a world where you get to throw hats and there's fantastic different worlds and stuff. And then I thought more about it, I went maybe not that. I think actually my answer would be uh, Little Big Planet. Mm.
2: Um, oh. I like it.
1: it. it, it like it's a, it's a very, very, very approachable game, um, mm. which has fantastic tutorialization in that game. Like really great ramp of difficulty in those levels. And you also get to
0: listen to Stephen Fry every time you learn something new. You get to listen
1: to Stephen Fry, which is very, very, very important. Very pivotal, (laughs) I would say, to gaming as a art form. Um, uh, First it was audiobooks. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, You get to create your own levels if you want to. Um, If you want to mess around with, like, you know, the mechanics that you've learned by playing the game and the different little, uh, like... Collectibles and checkpoints and all that stuff you can you can figure out all that stuff from playing the game and then you can make something with your own game, and you can also play other people's levels. So there's also like a potential infinite amount of levels you can play. Um, I, th- I think it's more accessible than Dreams in terms of someone's first game. Yep. Um, which is why I didn't pick Dreams over Literary Planet. Um, but yeah, really, really fun really sweet and potential for a lot of really really good um like wading through what games can sort of be um my other potential one i was also considering would be like lego games um
0: that's a fantastic fantastic
2: point
1: because a lot of them are licensed so if you like lord of the rings or if you like star wars or whatever you can play those movies again in a way that's still really fun for people who have seen those movies a bunch of times yeah um the gameplay is really good it uses all the music. It uses a lot of dialogue from from some of the games. Um, you can die from,
0: over and over, and it's totally fine.
1: Yep. Um, there's good replayability. There's multiplayer. Um, just really fucking solid games, most of them.
0: Mm, so that's a that's a slam dunk answer. I think that's 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 the ticket. I reckon.
1: My other my other one was gonna be
3: uh, Animal Crossing.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: Probably... New Leaf
3: yeah i reckon new leaf probably yeah. not the new one probably new yep. leaf um i think because it is such a like step away from what the traditional game game that's air quotes. Um, yeah um <laughs> would be franchise. like yeah like if i was to show like mum a game um she's very on board with the whole all video games are violent thing um It would probably be animal crossing Mm. because of that
0: yeah it's pretty unbelievable how much that game's taken the world by storm and i mean it's lightning in a bottle like it could never happen ever again if anyone tried to make it happen um like could you imagine if they didn't delay animal crossing and it came out in like november
2: Mm.
0: like it wouldn't have it wouldn't have had the same incredible like saturation of like social media and the public consciousness as it has right now.
1: Yeah, right.
3: I mean I think New Leaf did very well. I saw New Leaf online a lot, but not to the same capacity as New Horizons, I think.
2: Yeah.
0: I was at uh, my work where I work at a cafe, um and one of the one of the my colleagues there um knows I, you know, do a bunch of game stuff and, you know, they'll have played, like, The Sims before, and, like, maybe that's it. Um, and they said to me the other day, like, what's this camping game I keep seeing on social media at the moment? Like, it's just, like, everywhere. I'm like, yep, it's the Animal Crossing. No, mm-hmm. you can't buy it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Do you want the question for Next Fortnight?
0: Sure. Good question for um, this one, I
3: Thanks. I can't take credit for Next Fortnight's because it was Kerry's idea. But...
0: We'll spitball. Um,
3: I'm running very low on questions, so... If you have a question, please send it in.
0: Hey, please do. At MinimapAU. At um,
3: exactly. If you could go back to any game launch, what launch would you choose to relive?
1: I don't mind. It's a good one, Gary. It's a good Thank
0: one. Thank you. I'm excited about this one. <laughs> I wanted to say, oh, good question, Jude, but I said, it, I don't want to be like. But I'm excited to answer this one. That'll be fun. Um, yeah. I don't know. I. I like these coin que- I like that we do these. Like, like I know sometimes like some of them seem like naff. Although I think we weed out. I think we weed out a lot of the like cookie cutter like. Um, like we were trying to read out questions before. Like you know, what game would you make unviolent if you could? <laughs> <laughs> like Call of Duty, Flower Edition, Modern Warfare like, Two, <laughs>
1: specifically that one level.
0: Yeah, like. I don't know, I think a lot of them are really neat and make make us think and, and give us good answers. I, I really appreciate them. So thanks, June. You're welcome. Um let's talk some news. Uh it's a bit of a it's a bit of a weird week. So this is sort of in between the last two weeks, quote unquote next gen has started. Very heavy air quotes. Um, yeah,
1: like some would say misleading air quotes.
0: It some would say yes. So Xbox, um oh first of all, Ubisoft uh, revealed the new Assassin's Creed game. Um it's called Assassin's Creed Valhalla, set in the ninth century. Uh basically you are Vikings, you're Norse Vikings, and you're in set in the Dark Ages and you take over parts of Europe and tell a different side of the Viking story where maybe they're a bit more sympathetic than just you know brainless murderers um looks very god of war inspired um and on that reveal it was covered in xbox branding and like about a a day after they revealed the game they were like oh tune in for the gameplay reveal of assassin's creed valhalla of the of the xbox series x gameplay reveal on the next inside xbox may whatever it was like 7th or whatever um and everyone's like oh my god we're gonna get gameplay we're going to see a gameplay trailer. Gameplay, that's nuts. I want to see next gen gameplay. I want to see the next Assassin's Creed gameplay. Anyway, what they came out with was not very gameplay.
1: It wasn't <laughs> gameplay. It showed up is not gameplay. It's nng in- it's in-engine footage, like there's yeah. maybe like a minute of it or 2 minutes of it maybe. Exactly. Um, it's
0: not like they show you the game loop. There's you don't see any UI, you don't see any mission structures, like it's all just it's basically a cinematic trailer shot in engine.
1: Yeah, it's wrong. <laughs> it's completely fa- it's completely false. Like, yeah.
0: So this, how this old whole, is Ubisoft? How old?
1: Yeah. They, like, don't they know the difference now by now?
0: I mean, they do, but also they knew it would drum up hype. Um, the question is whether they included it in the trailer because Xbox wanted a gameplay inside Xbox because all of those games went to be gameplay trailers. Um, whereas it ended up being that like maybe two of them were in engine trailers and almost all of them were cinematic um slash you know not representative of gameplay um not many of them were that inspiring you know it was like oh madden 21 is gonna be on the xbox series x it's like well great you know i i, I could have <laughs> bet my entire house on that like <laughs> like it's just not that interesting so anyway there's a bit of backlash to how much not gameplay there is So I'm going to jump into a bit of a a rundown. Um, This is from uh, IGN. This is from Jordan Ollerman. Inside Xbox, Aaron Greenberg addresses fan response. What is, quote, gameplay, unquote? Anyway, (laughs) general manager of Xbox game marketing, Aaron Greenberg, has addressed the response to May's Inside Xbox 2020 stream, noting that the team, quote, set some wrong expectations, unquote, about the presentation. Greenberg's response about negative feedback from fans about yesterday's presentation, which promised... Next-gen gameplay in the lead-up to the show. Greenberg's response: f- Oh, followed negative, cre- followed negative feedback. Yep. In particular, Assassin's Creed Valhalla's showing failed to deliver what may have expected, what many have expected, uh, from a quote gameplay trailer unquote. Instead of offering some scattered footage of Viking raids and battles without a hard insight. So this is a tweet um, from Aaron Greenberg. I'm just going to pull it up here, and we can read from it. Okay, so this tweet, this is someone, someone um, was highlighting what made everyone so sort of hyped for it, saying that in their press release they said, we will focus on giving you a first look at next-gen gameplay trailers and sneak peeks. Um, and Aaron Greenberg, Aaron Greenberg responded saying, had we not said anything and just shown May Inside Xbox show like we did last month, I suspect reactions might have been different. Clearly we set some wrong yeah. expectations and that's on us. We appreciate all the feedback and can assure you we will take it all in and learn as a team. Prayer emoji, green heart. <laughs> Unquote. <laughs> um,
2: so so I on watched
1: the- this whole thing live. Yes. For the most part, it wasn't super, super interesting. Like, there were some cool games that were being announced and stuff. Um, but it goes to show that the best part of this announcement was that someone had changed their Microsoft Teams background. By the way, they specifically mentioned Microsoft Teams and not Zoom because it's an Xbox <laughs> thing. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Someone had changed that Microsoft Teams uh, background to just their kitchen, but instead of a fridge, they have an Xbox Series S, that, an yeah. Xbox Series X, the size of a fridge. It's a yeah. very, very funny joke. That was it was funny. a very, They're, very funny joke. They opened
0: with that, which was ballsy, yeah. but that was good.
1: Um. Mm. Also, Microsoft, buy your employees some good microphones because, like, there were some moments where it was a little bit rough. Like, yeah, you've got the was, money, some, get them some, some fucking tank. snowballs or something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, there was some jank set up, but I think that's just the, the reality of what we're living in at the moment. It's all a bit fucked. Um, so yeah, I think the thing that, that I took away from the stream was it said, As you, this is reading from the quote, As you may have heard during last night's stream, Xbox Game Studios head honcho Matt Booty <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I didn't want to laugh, and then I did, announced that we'll be getting a closer look at the first party titles coming to Xbox Series X in July. Not June. Yeah. Not in May. July. Outside of the E three time frame. Um that was a bizarre not bizarre, but a stark realization. I heard that. I was like, oh shit. We're not gonna be able to do the normal thing like we always have. That's Xbox isn't gonna be doing the thing in, in um in
1: June. I think this sort of tracks with what they've with the past. Um mostly because like they want their own dedicated time to it um and if rumors are to be believed which as far as i can tell they're coming from pretty credible people um playstation's big showing is going to be in the next two or three weeks um and i think that also means that i think ubisoft are going to do their thing because they also will want to do a e3 style showcase um I think they've announced... they announced when they're doing it? I think so. But basically, yeah, the, next, the next three weeks... The next six weeks, basically, are packed. I mean, There's maybe. already so much going on.
0: But the other thing is that my, uh, Nintendo delayed their June presentation that they already announced. So that's not necessarily happening in June. Um,
1: July 12th is Ubisoft.
0: July 12th, yeah. It just seems that like everything's been pushed back a few weeks. um.
1: i think i think it's more like that they don't have to now like cram for e3 they can do it at their own leisurely pace and they're gonna want a huge showing xbox is gonna come out like firing on all cylinders this generation um so they want to make sure that they can get everything perfectly perfectly right um which i think is fair
0: especially after this misstep because this is kind of the first wrong step that they've they've made so far in the next gen lineup
1: Oh, it's a, it's, a, it's a pretty minor one. It's just like a, a disappointing showcase of a few like a, f- a few indie games and then Assassin's Creed. Like it's totally. It's very forgivable. It's not. It's I don't. Not- I don't know if they'll recover, but no, <laughs> um, like it's it, it's fine. Um, look, it's they've already had their initial showing of the console, like of like and like a bunch of game announcements. So we know a little bit of what's coming. Um, so I think that this is like a little trip and then they'll be okay after um it i i think they're literally just going to make sure everything's going to be great like like as far as i can tell ubisoft playstation like aside like basically nintendo is the only only major company that i've seen have actually said yes due to COVID 19 we have had to push some stuff back playstation was saying earlier today that as far as we can tell everything's going to go as planned well, yeah, but launch. we know
0: things haven't gone as planned because Last of Us got delayed a second time, like, third time.
1: Yeah, but that, I. Wasn't that just for retailer launch?
0: Yes, due to COVID yeah. supply issues.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, as in, like, developmental issues. I mean, like, you know, like, all the game studios seem to be doing okay. Like, everyone's working from home, but everyone seems to be on track for the most part. Right, um, right. They're
0: not folding any studios anytime soon.
1: Yeah, yeah, like they're not even like they're not even really pushing back games because people can't work. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah.
0: Speaking of Ubisoft, they're really trying to come out with news for Valhalla. It's like one of the only next-gen games that's been announced. It's one of the only launch games that's been announced, and they're just trying to keep hype going for it. So, this is this is a, a headline that um Ollie sent to us. Uh, this is also from IGN from Jordan Ollerman. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla will run quote at a minimum of thirty FPS unquote on Xbox Series X. Yikes! What what a what a a, a chunky bit of news there we've got. It's <laughs> it's such a it's such an empty vapid statement. It's like, well, if it's not running at a minimum of thirty FPS then it's, like, the worst next-gen launch in history. And if it is, then it's, like, meeting our expectations <laughs> and nothing more.
1: <laughs> yeah. So... Press right up against the edge of that box.
0: <laughs> yeah, so this is, um... I'll just read the, the article. We'll see what Ubisoft have to say. So Ubisoft issued a statement to IGN revealing that the forthcoming release will target 30 FPS mi- as a minimum frame rate. Quote, Assassin's Creed Valhalla will run at a minimum of 30 FPS... On Assassin's Creed Valhalla, we are committed to offer the best experience to our players by immersing them in the most beautiful worlds and environments we could create, and leveraging not only the graphics enhancements offered by the next generation of consoles, but also faster loading times and the new architectures.
1: But make it run at 60 though. No, like it... (laughs) Like
0: that's the thing, like it's so strange, like... So reading further through the article, Microsoft has previously made clear that its performance target for the console is 4K at 60 up to 120 FPS. So saying this whole minimum 30 FPS thing is just so, it it just seems so antithetical to the whole point of what we were talking about with these new consoles. They're talking about faster load times, they're talking about not having to worry about like the load of 4K textures and stuff like that. Like it should, like they've already built up the expectations with their vapid marketing speech. Like <laughs> Yeah. Why would they come out with this nonsense statement? I don't, yeah, we don't like, have to talk about it, it much. It's just silly. Well I mean
1: like like what's it gonna run out on the Xbox One? <laughs> <laughs> like usually 20. it's like, you know Yeah, right? Like I like I mean like obviously it'll be brought down enough to match like hopefully like a sim like a stable frame rate, but like it's just like I get it. Games are hard, games are incredible, every game that's been, that that gets made is a miracle. But also, God, it would just be so much better if it ran at sixty like it's a launch game. Like it's supposed to like it's supposed to be not the best looking game, but holy hell is it supposed it should it run well? Like they they're not supposed to be up to the limits of the console yet. Yeah. Um I I hope this game isn't coming out too early. It doesn't seem like it seems like this is the right time for this game to come out. This is the team that worked on Origins and Black Flag. Like this isn't the team that worked on Odyssey. Totally, um, and Odyssey.
0: It'll be two years since the release of Odyssey when this one comes out.
1: Yeah, so three years since Origins. Um, I don't know. I hope. I hope. I hope it runs better.
0: Yeah, we'll. I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. Like I, we're gonna forget about that article in the years to come. But I think it's just such an <laughs> empty, airheaded nonsense thing to even release a statement about like it's i i don't understand why they did it i think it's very silly um and then this is like a this is like a not a happy story this one's a bit weird and you know it for something that we've spoken about in on the show in the last couple of weeks
1: tom clancy no uh tony hawk first to one and two remaster. no not that one <laughs> sorry Fucking Tom Clancy's Pro Skater. God, <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: going to tweet that right now. <laughs>
0: so um, this is a roundup of some sort of like tweets that have happened. This is also from IGN. This is from Matt Kim. But uh, this is talking, the headline is Doom Eternal Soundtrack Controversy Explained. A production side issue created friction between Doom Eternal devs and Composer. And this is a bit surprising considering how well-received and well-regarded, the Doom soundtrack has been for the re- for the remakes, um, for the, re- the re- for the reboot of the franchise. So we're just going to jump into it here. Id Software and Doom Eternal executive producer Marty Stratton has issued a public statement about its current relationship with Doom Eternal composer Mick Gordon after weeks of speculation that there was some kind of trouble between the two parties over the recently released Doom Eternal soundtrack. After a slight delay, the Doom Eternal soundtrack, part of the game's collector edition, was released on April 20. A month after the game was released, but fans quickly found something amiss with the sound mixing, leading to a backlash against id Software and, in particular, id's lead audio engineer, Chad Mossholder. The controversy began in April when a viral Twitter thread highlighted the sound mixing for the new re- newly released Doom Eternal soundtrack. Twitter users at that ADCD guy posted side by side visual comparisons of the BMW BF- oh, vision track. <laughs> that ADCD guy Um, visual comparisons side by side of the BFG Division track from Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal and noted that the mixing for the Doom Eternal version was less dynamic Gordon responded in a tweet that he didn't mix those and if he did he would have done differently a supposed (laughs) social media DM from Gordon also seemed to indicate that he would no longer be working with id Software going forward so um, just reading those tweets and questions this is from that ACDC guy (laughs) um (laughs) Mick Gordon is a far more talented audio engineer than me. It's not even close, and that's what makes this especially frustrating. I expect much better from him. Again, the music itself is phenomenal, but this mix on the official soundtrack is frankly terrible. And then Mick Gordon responds, I didn't mix those and wouldn't have done that. You'll be able to spot the handful of tracks I mixed. uh, Parentheses, Meat Hook, Command & Control, etc. Uh, In a lengthy post on the Doom Eternal subreddit, Stratin attempted to clear the air as to why the soundtrack for the new shooter... ...was not fully mixed by composer Mick Gordon's... By... what? ...was not fully mixed by composer Mick Gordon's... What? What? Why the that
2: Multiple Mick Gordons.
0: Yeah, I guess. ...was not fully mixed by composer Mick Gordon... (laughs) ...whose award-winning work on Doom 2016... ...has defined the rebooted Doom series. The reason for this was because of some complications... ...on the production side of things... ...and according to Stratton, a shifting deadline. After agreeing with Gordon on the contract for a soundtrack by early March, Gordon reached out to id requesting an extension. Quote, On February 24th, Mick reached out to communicate that he and his team were fine with the terms of the agreement, but that there was a lot more work involved than anticipated. A lot of content to wade through, Stratton writes. He apologised and asked that, ideally, he'd be given an, additionally four weeks, an additional four weeks to get everything together. He offered that the extra time would allow him to provide upwards of 30 tracks and a runtime over two hours. Stratton says that id agreed to the extension with a new deadline set for mid-April. However, once April arrived, Stratton says we grew increasingly concerned about Mick delivering the OST to us on time. I personally asked our lead audio engineer at IT, IT, Chad Mossholder, to to begin work on id versions of the tracks as a backup plan. Mossholder would mix music Gordon previously submitted for use in-game into soundtrack form, which requires a different kind of sound mixing. Stratton says that as the deadline approached, Gordon was the one who suggested he and Mossholder combine the work they both completed into a full soundtrack leading to the final version of the Doom Eternal OST that includes tracks mixed by Gordon and tracks edited by Moss Holder, using Gordon's original music he previously submitted for use in-game. As for the immediate future, we are at the point of moving on and and won't be working with Mick on the Doom Eternal DLC we currently have in production, says Stratton. I'm as disappointed as anyone that we're at this point, but as we have many times before, we will adapt to changing circumstances and pursue the most unique and talented artists in the industry with whom to collaborate. The ending to Stratton's statement makes clear that as far as the DLC is concerned, Gordon will not be involved with music for that. It's unclear if the two parties will collaborate again, but this episode appears to have frayed the relationship between the two parties somewhat. This would be a shame, as our Doom Eternal review highlights the music, but there are times where production issues can affect a working relationship. That's wild! Mm. Mm. Like, it's so strange, considering how well regarded the soundtrack is not only in Doom Eternal, but also in the original. Like, it's like Mick Gordon is a name in t- inside of the gaming community now because of these soundtracks.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, and same with his work on the Wolfenstein games. Like, really, really top quality stuff. Um, the his initial tweet saying like, "Oh, the ones on Spotify weren't mixed by me." Uh yeah, like as Marty said, like that, that's it's a pretty disappointing way of it of him coloring. What has happened? Um, because that is sort of that is that that is leading to like the the idea that like the idea that that like insinuates is, oh, they did this without my like without my knowledge or like w- mm. by going like over me, um, which is not at all what happened. Um, by the sounds of it, yeah. I mean, like th- like that post that Marty made on on the Doom subreddit is pretty lengthy um and pretty uh transparent yeah like it it's 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 a good level of transparent um you don't see that very often especially in games um and it's a it's a post that i have no reason to believe is like a like damage control post um like i mean like it it is to clear the air to obviously make sure that people don't continue to um, blame id or bethesda um but it is quite a personal post almost um saying that because i'm sure you know um marty stratton and the other people at id hugo and stuff they are probably devastated that they can't work with mick gordon again like he made without those games sorry without his music those games wouldn't have been what they were it'd be like taking the music out of star wars um. Yeah, it's a shame. Oh, yeah, kind of sucks. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Did either of you think about getting the soundtrack?
1: Think about what sorry.
0: Think about getting the soundtrack for the game.
1: Uh, for I mean, I've, like I've 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 listened to it, like yeah, I mean just in game. It's on the internet. Yeah, Yeah. and it's like, and it's like in game, it's it's pretty, it's pretty, it's it's mixed pretty well that like you can you you hear that music pretty distinctly while you're playing. Um, so like, I, but I also don't listen to the Doom soundtrack outside of Doom. Fair enough. A a lot of people I know work out to the Doom soundtrack. Apparently, it makes it makes them feel real, real powerful. (laughs) It gets the blood going.
0: Just the soundtrack just yep. blood pressure up 20 yeah <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah that kind of sucks I'm really sad about that and I'm I'm concerned not concerned but I'm like like morbidly interested to see what happens if they come out with a third game in the series now mm-hmm. um, what it'll sound like
1: and because I remember like they, they put out like a promo video for the soundtrack as well about like it was a video where Mick Gordon got a bunch of heavy metal singers into a room and, and start, they started singing in, like, the Doom language, like, the, the Demon language, and they made, like, a promo video for it. Like, they were all in on mm. his music. Um, so it's, it's, it's a shame this has happened. Yeah.
0: Kim, um, you want to take us home with this Pro Skater announcement?
1: Uh, so the beginning of Jeff Keighley's... Uh, oh, I've lost the doc because I've got a timer up. Um oh, Summer of s- Summer of Games, is that what it is? Summer Games Fest. <laughs> Sorry. It, Real, it no, really sum-
0: sticks in your brain there with that one. Oh no, it's
1: actually worse than what it is. It's actually Summer Game Fest. Um wow. Which I don't know why. Uh um, maybe game. the maybe the handle for Summer Games Fest was taken, so they just to it. One anyway, Summer Game?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh Yeah, so E three is kill, so Jeff is here to save the day. Um with <laughs> an entire like season of game announcements apparently um so about 24 hours ago jeff Keeley saying like hey there's a big announcement coming and a bunch of people like bunch of insiders of the industry were tweeting like hey, a big announcement coming to later today and then um jeff keely tweeted like hey what's your favorite what's everyone's favorite ps1 game and he included like a gif of like um like the ps1 startup animation and a, b- a bunch of people were saying, you know, like, Aperscape or Final Fantasy VII or, like, a bunch of, like, you know, classic PS1 games. Hell um,
0: yeah, Crash, Spyro.
1: Yeah, yeah, Silent Hill. Um, but a lot of people were also saying Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Um, and 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 Tony Hawk was also on social media very recently saying, like, hey, here's my phone number, people can text me, because there's, like, this app going around where celebrities can get, like, a... a a fake phone number that they can give out to their fans so that the, which they can also reply from um, so it won't flood their social media and they can access it whenever they want but they also use it for like promotional stuff and there's also there's been a lot of rumours about a pro skater remastered or another pro skater coming out this year um, some skateboarder went on a podcast about a week ago saying like hey man there's a new pro skater game and my board's in it or something and I'm like watching this interview going like this dude's totally breaking NDA um, <laughs> uh and then yes and then tony hawk did this thing and i'm like oh there's totally gonna be an announcement coming soon um and then jeff keighley posted this thing and i'm like oh this is totally coming tonight and then jeff keighley said we're gonna have a special announcement of summer games fest in three hours and two hours later tony hawk tweeted and so texted everybody <laughs> saying hey there's a there's a new tony hawk remastered coming and then he texted, they went he texted live texted everyone Fuck yeah, he yeah, Tony Hawk texted everybody. <laughs> scabbed board. and <laughs> scabbed
0: <him. a> <laughs> Um
1: Yeah, so uh Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two is being uh remastered for the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One, and this Switch. Switch.
3: Do we know if they're keeping the same music?
1: So most of the music is gonna be in there. Superman okay, is gonna okay. be in there um good. excellent they i don't so they they didn't say every song which means some of the songs i think they couldn't license um but they have said most of the songs they listed a bunch of the artists um so a lot of the good stuff is in there um good. the game looks really good like
0: it looks outrageously good i'm looking yeah. at screenshots right now it looks fucking fantastic
1: <laughs> yeah right it, it looks it looks phenomenal um not not switch but coming to pc um on September fourth, uh, they have said that they will they will discuss next gen in the future. So I'm, ass- I'm 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 assuming that it will come to next gen at some point. Maybe maybe a launch game. Maybe maybe a little bit after. Um, because like why wouldn't you? Uh, but yeah, it looks it looks very very good. I'm I'm very excited to play a good pro skater game again. I was actually thinking about Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four the other day because that was the first one I played. Okay. Um, because that one has Django Fett, you know. And I was watching Star Wars the other day, and Django you can turn Fett. on. Yes, you can play as Django Fett, and you can use the jetpack, which is great because you can turn on a cheat, which leaves, which it lets you always do a move perfectly. And so you can just use it over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again, and then clip it outside the world. Great. Turn to a Skater four rules.
0: I think you mean Django Fett rules.
1: I do not. No, I do not mean that, Kerry.
0: I, I've never had any particular love for Pro Skater. I was a bit young when the games came out, um so when people were playing them in like my cousins and family friends or whatever, I was just it was bloody hard and just not my thing. <laughs> um So I'm kind of I don't know, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty eh on this one. But that like the trailer is still worth a watch. Like the trailer is yep. gorgeous. It's stunning really. And I watched it on my phone, so maybe I have no idea what I'm talking about. But it, it, I think it looked great.
1: <laughs> oh no, it does look great. And honestly, Tony, you're looking good, man.
0: Tony, how old is he? He's like fifty, right? It's fifty something. Surely. Yeah. Yeah. He posts a lot. Of... Like he's, he's still skating.
1: Oh yeah, like and he's still great, and his and he keeps posting videos of his kids skating as well, like yeah. on like uh, on Instagram and stuff. Um, seems like a cool dude, and I love his existential threat. Um, fifty-two years old.
2: Yeah, Anthony
1: Anthony Hawk is fifty-two years old. Anthony,
2: <laughs>
0: Anthony
1: Hawk. He's no longer Tony. Once you reach fifty, you're Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony <laughs> you Hawk's have any... professional skateboarder.
0: Do <laughs> uh, Do you have any particular love for the franchise?
3: Um, I don't. I never owned it. We used to play it. It used to be on. The, my orthodontist used to have a couple of TVs set up yeah I think I've told this story hell before. yeah yeah and it was just it was just Tony Hawk I think it was Pro Skater 2 I don't remember it mm-hmm. was an old one because like that console was whatever I don't remember which console it was but it was um it was an old gen console when I was at the, the yeah. orthodontist so like it, it was would not. have been
1: like original Xbox or something right I think it, I think it might yeah. have been
3: um and I used to kick all the fucking 8 year olds off so I could play it <laughs> um And it was only, like, you know, in, like, 10-minute, like, bouts, because then you'd have to go for your appointment. But, like, it was fun. It was good. But I don't know whether I would have the um, attention span to play it for more than 10 minutes.
1: So the the thing about those old Tony Hawk games is that a lot of them are, like, you've only got 10 or 15 minutes in the world before, like, it it kicks you out, because, like, the the world is on a timer. I thought Um, it was, like, two minutes. In the early ones, yeah, I don't, I think they increased it later on. Right. Um. I don't know. I never actually played one or two. Um. I actually know. So that's like I played a little. I played the warehouse of, whatever is in one. the warehouse. One. Yeah, it's one, right? Um. I think that one's yeah. You have got like, three or four minutes. Yeah. Um. To get all the letters and to like break through the, fucking windows and shit. Um, make the
0: combo meter go up and. Yeah, yeah,
1: but I think I think they extended up the time frames later on. Um. And I think they've said that the the gameplay is going to, it's not going to feel like an old game, which is good. Um, however, you can use the D-pad to skate if you want, like for all those people who played it on the original PS1. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It'll be interesting to see because like, that's the thing that people like diehards are worried about is how is it going to feel? Because yeah. those original games like feel great in a way. I think because it's the same team that has remastered Crash and Spyro and CTR, like I think they've done a great job of modernizing controls, without having them lose what makes them so special in the first place. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll see what see what happens with that. I probably won't get it, but it looks yeah. nice. I'll get <laughs> it. I'll
3: enjoy watching the Twitter videos.
0: Yeah, like all of the all the the insane like chain combos. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I hope this game is better than five.
0: <laughs> yep. I don't think it's that particularly high bar to.
1: Yeah, I know. Like, but...
0: like step over.
1: <laughs> it's it, it's still it's still in my mind a little bit of like oh no what if this is, what if history is repeating itself again.
0: <laughs> uh, well, that's about it for this week's mini map cast. Um, bit of a shorter one, but I think we got we got some good stuff in there. Um, thanks so much for listening. We've uh had a great time recording this. It's good to do this uh with each other. Every couple of weeks because it's kind of I don't know, I think I'd be a bit sad if we weren't doing this at this point in time, but we well, are, yeah, so I don't have to worry about that. Um if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, or any other episodes of the podcast we've done, or any of our content that we've ever done before, you can uh support us by um following us on Twitter, us um heading over to patreon.com minimapau, uh seeing if you wanna support us monetarily there, or even just throwing us a rating on um, your podcast service of choice. And if you're feeling particularly generous, even the podcast services of your not choice, uh, that would be appreciated as well. (laughs) Um, Let's game this system. (laughs) If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find the Minimap account at MinimapAU. June's Twitter is...
3: June is J-U-N underscore
0: E-S-S. Jeremy's
1: Twitter is... At Alan Jones, retire bitch.
0: Kerry's Twitter is... At KJ Palmer underscore 24. Uh, Jeremy's Twitter actually is At
1: Alan Jones Retire
0: Bitch. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: uh,
0: and um if you want to check out any of our articles or other podcasts we've done, you can find it all on minimap.com.au. Um, until two weeks from now. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.
2: Bye.